Oh my goodness, I'm back. Welcome back to Go With The Flow Podcast. My name is Robin Flo, and it's been a long, long time. If this is your first time, welcome. If you are coming back, welcome back. It's been a long time, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, reviewing Potomac, Real Housewives of Potomac, exhausted me, okay? All that drama just took it all out of me, and I had to take a break. And life be lifing, and babies be babying, and uh, having three kids on top of that, yeah, it's it's it was a whole different. It's been a whole different ball game. But no excuses. I'm back, and we're going to talk about love and marriage, Detroit, because whoa, I might go back and review some shows that have gone on. Um, but for now, we're going to just focus on love and marriage, Detroit. So sit back, relax, and get ready to enjoy the show. All right, y'all. Okay, let's get into it. Love and Marriage Detroit. So we start off this uh, episode talking to Christina and Brandon. They are our first couple. They met on the internet, got married six months into dating. In fact, Christina didn't even move move to Detroit until four days before they said, I do. And it's giving red flag. Like, I know that there's some people who fall in love fast and get together and have a great relationship. Obviously, nothing that I say pertains to pertains to everybody like we i never i'm not about blanket statements because there's always an exception to the rule okay so even if i say all i don't really mean all okay but in the first six months of dating everything is like uh everything you do i fall i'm in love with it i'm in love with all of you i can accept it all we can we can go into this world together there's no there's almost no wrong that someone can do in the first six months if y'all are really into each other so i kind of feel like uh, the crack the, the cracks in the relationship show and i'm not saying it's because they didn't date for long but i'm sure that was a contributing factor brandon has an artist development company called star factory and Christina is a fashion designer, social media influencer, and image consultant. They have two daughters. Oh, they're so cute. And um, Brandon comments about how Christina no longer designs for his clients like she used to. And the vibe right there was giving cheater, cheater, cheater. It was giving you've done something to make her not do that anymore. So what's what's the real story there? Um, yeah. The next couple we are introduced to is Kobe and Russell Harris. They've been married for three years. And she says, she says she is the best thing that ever happened to her. Um, she's the best thing that ever happened to him. Then he turns around and calls her his homie. She corrects him and says, oh, you mean homie lover friend? He doubles down after that and says homie and tries to dap her up i'm sorry what i'm gonna tell you what i think just off the strength of the the first two episodes it gives an arrangement it gives we look good together we can make money together um you know we maybe have a great sex relationship or something like that but it's not giving love it's not giving in love down to just the body language it does not give like this is my best friend um and it could be that it's once more one-sided 
that's just off of appearances. I don't know these people. They could be very much in love. But what it's giving on screen is she... she no, I'm not even going to say that. What it's giving on screen is that, you know, they're two attractive people. Um, and there's some there's something that's being kept up for appearances. That's the way it comes off in my eyes. I would love to, to see that I'm wrong, but that's... That's what I'm seeing. Um, Kobe is an influencer and content creator, and Russell runs a nonprofit called Sword Detroit, and he is an Army National Guard. They share one gorgeous daughter. The families get together to grill out for Father's Day. Kobe and Christina, they talk about how they have a sister relationship. They're both, you know, content creators, and they've known each other for three years. The third couple that comes to join is LaToya and Anthony Thompson. Uh, Dr. LaToya is a sports physical therapist and she owns Opulence Wines. Anthony owns AT Network Production Studios and works for Live Nation. They met at Michigan State University and have been married for 14 years and have three amazing kids. Now, Dr. LaToya said somehow she didn't initially think she was supposed to marry him. And I was like, well, why did you? Like, was it because he seemed reliable and sturdy? Was it because you felt like, you know, you couldn't do life without him? Did you decide he was a good partner? You know, because sometimes, let's be clear. Sometimes marriage is not all about like, oh, I love you. My heart soars when I see you. Sometimes marriage, it, and and this is not a bad thing. Marriage is about finding someone who you know you can rely on during tough times, someone who you know is good for with finances, um, someone who you know is going to be a good parent to your child. Sometimes it's not all about someone who makes your heart go flutter because there's people who can make your heart go flutter, but they're not good for you or y'all have a toxic relationship or y'all just can't get it together. So, you know, maybe she saw him as someone who she could rely on. I don't know. Um, then we get down to Anthony and Brandon knowing each other for 20 years, and they have common roots in the music industry. So they, you know, they kind of have that continuous thing that bonds them. Um, Latoya and Kobe are linked um, by way of being sorority sisters, and they're familiar with each other. The vibe between them kind of gives like where we, this is the most time we spent together recording this show. They don't really know each other like that, you know? So, yeah. Um, the fellas are talking at, oh, this is at the picnic. The fellas are talking about how Brandon cannot show up to events because his wife was not feeling it. Um, and the men talk about how, um, the the men are basically letting Brandon know you don't need to ask your wife to do stuff. You just you know let her know what's going what's going down. And Brandon immediately strikes a strikes a chord that I don't like because he dogs her out in front of the other man and basically says she doesn't tell him no, but to avoid her complaining, he just decides not to go. And it was giving like, you don't like this lady. Like, I'm trying to figure out why y'all are together because his, 
in the confessionals, his body language, the way he like makes disapproving faces, like all of it. It's like, why are you even with her when it's very clear that you don't like her? And I almost feel like either you don't know what you're like, you're confused about what you really want. I don't know. It is very strange because it's like sometimes he speaks highly of her, but for the most part, he's disrespectful when he talks about her and he opens the door to let other people talk about her. He feels comfortable allowing people, uh, allowing other men to jump on a bandwagon of in, the, in like in the name of supporting him, he's okay with them jumping on the bandwagon and basically disrespecting his wife. That's what it, that's what it comes across as. You know, and I don't like that. Like, this is supposed to be your wife. Next to God, your wife is probably like the person who knows who, well, I would assume probably knows the most about you. You know, you got siblings and your parents, of course. Um, But like on an intimate level, your wife is supposed to be like your, like your bestie. And so I'm very confused. Um, Anthony encourages Brandon to join his man movement class because Anthony feels, you know, he talks about the man movement, how it should be there to give men a voice and to, to help them man up. And I'm like, okay, first of all, we live in a society that's male forward, that's misogynistic, that is very much about what men want. And what I find a little interesting about most of the love and marriage shows but mostly Huntsville and Detroit. It's very much like about these men who are quote unquote traditional men, but it's giving chauvinistic. It's giving my woman is just here to serve me. And I'm going to talk about Bible, 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 Bible in order to keep her in her place. And that it's problematic. It is problematic. I'm going to put it like that. But yes, he's all about supporting men and men holding each other down. And it's something very interesting that I've heard talked about a lot in the last few months is about how men, some men, of course, don't really like women. They don't even seek the approval of women. They really seek the approval of other men. And that kind of like blew my mind because I was like, bruh, that is facts. That is facts. They are much more concerned about their men, their male friends, you know, getting their approval, impressing each other than they are their wives. And it's something. It's something. Um, Anthony announces they're going to take a man's trip for the fellas. And Christina wants to know if Anthony's asking or telling. He says he's not asking. He don't do that. And Christina asks Brandon if he is asking or telling. Russell says he couldn't get he couldn't get with the way Christina talks to Brandon. You know, he's like, that's that's okay in y'all relationship, that's fine. But for me, that ain't gonna work. And then this turns into a discussion about why there has to be so many questions. Brandon expresses hating, not feeling like he is trusted. And in a confessional, Christina reveals that Brandon has done things to portray her trust in the past. And that's very clear. Like it's obvious that the reason they got issues is because he's done something to make her feel like she can't trust him. So now he feels like he's on a short leash. And I feel bad because 
the truth of the matter is when you are betrayed by a partner, it changes the chemistry of y'all relationship because you, you never feel like you can fully trust the person in the same way. You can forgive, you can move on, you know, you can push for happiness in the future, but there's always that thing that's lingering in the back of your head from when that person betrayed your trust. Now, if you're going to stay with the person, you got to work real hard to try to leave it in the past, but it can, it can cause issues. And so what bothers me is, again, Brandon's acting like he's clueless, like he has no idea why his wife seems maybe a little extra, you know, over the top or she pressed him too much he acting like he just that just came out the sky i don't know why she doing that she doing the most it's weird and he wants to show off for his guy friends and act like it ain't what it ain't what it is chris uh, the next next time we see um the cast christina and her daughters are meeting up with colby and her daughter um, the two ladies have a lot of common threads. As I said earlier, being influencers, they're both preachers, kids, being moms, being wives. Um, Christina says she's 10 years older than Kobe and likes to mentor her at times. You know, she likes to be able to give her advice and everything like that. And Christina talks about how upon turning 40, she feels like she got like this refresh and this reset. And, you know, she talks about, you know, I'm about to be a mother of a seven-year-old and I feel like it's my turn. It's my time. Like, when am I going to start feeling like myself again? That's another thing I think that we don't talk about enough, or maybe we talk about it, the voices that we hear aren't amplifying it. I don't really think people understand how much having a child changes your chemistry. Like, it literally changes you and who you are, not necessarily permanently. And of course, every woman is different. Some women are like, I have my baby. I love my baby. But after six weeks, baby, I got to go back to work because I can't do this being at home with you all the time. I definitely think the more that you're a stay-at-home parent, the more hands-on you are. It takes longer to kind of disconnect and get back to yourself because your whole everything is centered around your kids. And especially if you're a stay-at-home parent, there is not all this time to, you know, uh, wiggle your thumbs and, and you know, get things done. It, you're very much focused on what does this kid need? What, what does that kid need? It's time to feed you. It's time to this. It's time to that. And, you know, unless you're in a place where you can financially delegate that to other people, you know, it does. it's, it's more of a challenge to prioritize yourself. Because by the time you get to the end of, de- end of the day, your partner comes home, you got to, you know, think about dinner and get everybody to bed and you're exhausted and he's exhausted or she's exhausted or whatever. And next thing you know, you start the next day over and it's all a blur. And I feel like men take it for granted. They go on a, well, my mama did blah, 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 blah. Well, she raised all of us and, she, and I never heard any issues out her or the house was spotless and da, 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 da. And not taking into account, of course, there are women who do that, no excuses, take pride in it, wouldn't have it any other way. But there's some women who are like, I am so burnt out. I have nothing left to give. And I have to keep showing up and putting on a brave face because that's what I'm supposed to do. Not that that's what I want to do, 
Not that, it, you know, it's like men, it's like I make kids, I go to work and make the money and that's it. Not all men, some men, especially the men that seem to be displayed on these shows. They feel like if I provide for the family and I gave you these babies, you should be happy. But I want you to be a proper mother, to um, be my helpmate, clean up the house, wash the clothes, pick up the kids. They want you to do seven, eight things, and they may do two, maybe a good three things, and that's it. And the, the, the lopsidedness that can exist is crazy in general, you know? And I just don't think that there's enough discussion about the fact that, like, there's so many expectations for women and we're supposed to just accept it and be like, this is the way it is. And I just think it's abused, you know? And you hear women say, it's a lot. It's too much. I'm overwhelmed. And I just don't think that it's paid attention to as much. Or maybe these, maybe some of the men pay attention to their women behind closed doors, but in front of other guys, they try to act like it's, you know, macho men and it's not serving anybody in my opinion anyway back to the show christina um, wants to let brandon know that she and her husband are in this 50 50. she said he's gone all day and she doesn't want to feel the brunt of the child raising kobe gives christina some uplifting words you know tells her you know you look good you don't look don't look a day over 20 something and you know, she's, she's trying to be a good sister friend. Christina's trying to find herself again after becoming a mom. And she's, she is coming off. She's feeling a lot of pressure. She's, she's feeling like she's doing it on her own. That's, that's what it's giving. Um, and I feel like her husband, that's the way he wants it. And the next thing we pick up on Brandon, he talks about how he started his company, Star Factory, to fill the void left by Motown. He wanted to help develop artists and provide vocal lessons and, you know, just artist development in general. It's an artist named Nija or Queen Nija that Brandon feels is promising as a new artist. Now, this whole new artist, he hasn't presented it to Christina quite yet. It has to be the right timing for him to present it to her. And I'm like, it just sounds like a set of four lie. Like, bro, what is the problem? Why can't you just be honest? Like, you have a really hard time. And he's almost the type of person who he may not tell you a lie, but he's not going to tell you the whole story. So it's like a lie by omission, you know? And that's that's not cool. So in the middle of his recording session, Christina calls him and immediately he picks up the phone and he's annoyed with her. Like, you don't like your wife, bro. You do not like your wife. Whatever issues y'all had, y'all, y'all, y'all need to fix it or don't be with her because it's very much giving what it, why he, and he also is very, it's kind of like immature the way he talks about her or talks to her. And it it's, mm -mm, I don't like it. I don't like it. She's asking questions, trying to check in. And he's just kind of like, it's it's like 
why are you calling me? Like, I'm in my session. You messing up my flow. And although as a creative, I totally know what it's like to be in your flow and how you don't want it to be disrupted. But I also know that as a woman, it's expected of you to drop everything for everybody else. And you're supposed to figure out how to juggle all the balls and still make it work. So why can't men do the same thing? It's a cop out. He's being disrespectful to her. Yeah, she might have been immature when she was kind of like, oh, I didn't know I couldn't check on you because, you know, I didn't want to mess up your flow. Yeah, she was being a little immature about it. She was definitely matching his energy because his energy was giving like, I don't even know what you want me to say to you. Like, I don't even know why I picked up the phone right now. Like, what? What is what? This is your wife. If you've been gone all day, you telling me it's so hard for you to pick up the phone so she could check up on you? What what is really going on? The disrespect, ugh, is gross. Um. Anyway, she picks up. He's he's being weird, and he's giving sketchy energy. Um. He tries to get off the phone and she feels like he just doesn't understand the pressure she's feeling. He says he doesn't even know why he, oh, I told you that. He said he don't even know why he answered the phone. Christina feels like the Star Factory is number one. It's, it, it basically comes before everybody else, before her, before her marriage, before her children. And Brandon says, well, you know, men work and leave the house for 40 to 60 hours a day. And if I felt more appreciated, maybe I would come home more often. She says, <laughs> the audacity, she says, you got to be around. That's not how it works. You got to be in the house to get the appreciation. And it's given, he didn't want her to find out about his artist. He sounded like he was trying to rush off the phone. And he's just, if he would have been on it, like the whole issue y'all got, if you would be honest and be like, I got this new, imagine if he came home. Okay, let me just let me just put it to you. I got this new artist. Her name is Nija. She's amazing, babe. I would love for you to come in and hear her, or I could play some vocals for her. She's a great artist. She, she's got a lot of promise. I really think she could help put the company on the map, and I'm really excited about her. What do you think? Now, of course, you don't know. She could shoot it down because of things that you've done in the past to betray her trust. But if he would have put it to her straight, straight up from jump and given her an opportunity to decide how she feels, that's one thing. But to hide and to act sketchy and like you can't talk to her and it's too much and you bothering me. What? I don't know if you understand the flow, but like when you're in a flow, you're messing it up. And I just I just feel like I just cancel this session now lies you're manipulating her brandon you are manipulating christina and that is not cool like i y'all came out the first with the first episode trying to get blood boiling because i could not for the life of me understand what the heck is going on on that note we're gonna take a little break okay because they didn't got me worked up and we're gonna finish uh talking about this episode in a moment All right, let's jump back into it. I didn't calm down. <clears throat> so we pick up on Anthony. Yeah, I gave up. Anthony, uh, he's focusing on sports conditioning with his son. And he talks about as a man, you know, it's important to be around to push young men forward to keep them off the streets and out of bad situations. That part, Anthony, if your men's course is about that, fantastic. 
if it's about supporting each other as dads, as businessmen, and friendship, cool. That's cool. But a voice to the voiceless? What? Who hurts you? Who made you feel like you didn't have a chance to express yourself? Because that's what's coming up. And it's, it's strange because when I see him with his wife, dare I say, they seem the most functional out of the couples. I don't know if I necessarily feel like there's a lot of in love energy. It's giving we're good partners together. There's stability there. But it doesn't, you know, it's not like a oozing of love between them, which I mean, you know, life and relationships have ebbs and flows. So I'm not saying it's um, off, but I don't know. It's, I think they just seem the most stable out of the three relationships. That's how I put it. So Dr. Latoya arrives and they start talking about business. They talk about opulence wine and wanting how she wants to eventually expand it to an international brand. And, um, you know, they talk about his support of the brand and, you know, how he really put a lot into making opulence wine successful. And he talks about their upcoming travel schedule, including going to Atlanta. And that's a sore spot. Apparently, he had an opportunity during the pandemic to work for Disney Marvel, um, Disney slash Marvel. And Latoya felt like he was just kind of making that decision and expecting the family to just kind of make it work. And, you know, for him to leave in the middle of the pandemic to go to another city, even though he was traveling back and forth, the timing was terrible because she's working in a hospital. She's working in the hospital, so we already know what it was like for people working in the hospital during COVID. And she has these three kids who are not going to school. They're doing virtual school. It's a lot. That's a heavy load to carry on your own. Too much to carry. He's disappointed that it didn't work out. And I don't know. He just gives, He is. it's the chauvinist thing that's like hard to stomach. So moving on, Brandy, uh, Brandy, excuse me, Brandon um, sets up an anniversary picnic surprise for Christina with their friends. And Kobe talks about how Russell's really not that romantic. And he's like, I romantic, you know, like when I cook on the grill or, you know, when we play that one game and she's like, you mean when we have sex? He's like, well, yeah, I'm romantic then, sir, sir do better. I think Russell loves himself a lot. I think that Russell hears him. I mean, he seems to hear himself a lot and what a lot of what he wants. And um, yeah, he's, he loves himself a lot, which is, you know, that's cool. Kobe and Christina question Anthony and asking if he's always been a chauvinist. And he discusses the man movement and why he feels it's a good thing. Christina doesn't want her man to be a part of it if it's going to be, you know, promoting them chauvinistic vibes. And they talk about her, um, they talk about Christina supporting Brandon's career, even if that includes going to the clubs. Christina's like, I'm not down with that. I'm not supportive of that. And she feels he can network in other ways. Anthony talks about LaToya and the whole move with Atlanta. And 
he basically comes from a standpoint of I, I support my wife 100% and I want a little bit of that support back. But I'm, I'm curious as to what does support for your wife look like versus what you need? You know, is the communication there to, to let her know this is what I need to be happy? Because, I mean, it is important in relationships. If you're going to be together long term, happiness should be, you know, top priority. And if it's not, then y'all need to figure out how to make it that way. So I am very curious why he feels, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's that he felt like he supported her with her opulence wine situation. In the moment he got an opportunity he was really excited about, she just wasn't here for it. Um, but again, timing and all that stuff does play a factor. So I'm just... I would like to dig a little deeper if they're willing to talk about why he feels so unsupported. Brandon says the worst thing that can happen to a husband is 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 being held back from his passions and dreams. And I was that bugged me because I'm like, first of all, why are you saying that like women don't have like it's so telling. You're saying it like women don't have passion and dreams. Like y'all really feel like women just want to have babies and that's it and be a good be a good wife and be taken care of i don't know the way he said the way he worded it just didn't sit well with me because i'm just like the audacity of you the audacity of you and there probably was a time when your wife was 100 percent in your corner and you betrayed her trust and now you're bitter with her because you decided to stay in a relationship but she does still doesn't fully trust you and it's just like you made that bed you weren't happy. Never mind. We we jumping ahead, but you made that bed for yourself, and now you're bad at your wife. You're annoyed with her. It's weird. Um, it's weird. Anthony tells Brandon not to, to not to let his wife hold him back, and he's implying that Christina is insecure when it comes to Brandon going to the club. Anthony tries to say Brandon, you know Brandon's a stand-up dude. And I'm like, bro, you came in real hard for your friend. And, and the thing is, he sits back and lets him. Not once does he step in and say like, okay, all right, I, I thank you for trying to support me, but she has her reasons for feeling the way she felt. He sat there and sat back and basically let Anthony go to bat for him. And I'm just like, bro, what's going on there? Like, is it that Brandon doesn't have enough, you know, like, is he not strong enough to say anything to anybody? He feel like, he seemed like he feel like he can't stand to his wife and he's not willing to stand up to his friends. And it's, and it's kind of like this unhappiness that you feel, you've put yourself in that situation. But to let someone basically tell your wife she's insecure in front of you and for you to not speak up and be like, she has her reasons. I, I kind of did put her in that situation. It's strange. It's strange. Um, Christina says there's a history. There's a history there that lends to her lack of trust. And Kobe asked questions about the situation and what it means. And her husband told her to keep keep out of it. Stay out their business. And she was like, oh, well, I heard you were developing. Brandon, I heard you were developing a new artist. Eek. Kobe said Russell told her about it because they're like, well, how did you know? She was like, Russell told me about it and she didn't know she wasn't supposed to share. Now, I'm going to say this. I feel like Kobe was one, 
trying to help push the story forward. But also I felt like Kobe maybe was trying to like let her let her friend know you need to be asking some questions, sis, because there's something going on. But it didn't come from to me, it didn't seem like it came from a pure place. It came from a place of like, well, why are we already in a mess, you know? I'm just gonna ask what I ask, let the chips fall where they may. That's what it was giving. Um I, I don't I mean I, I'm not saying she was being messy just to be messy. I think she was being messy in the way of trying to put her friend on to what was going on. Russell's still talking to his wife about staying out of other people's business. And Brandon makes it clear that he felt betrayed that it came out like that. Christina is upset because he tells her that he signed her. Like, you did all that and you signed someone and you didn't even tell me. But, like, also, um, Brandon, you felt betrayed, but you could have been upfront and honest with your wife and you wouldn't be in this situation. Just saying. She, um... She also lets it out. Christina lets it out that um, Brandon had an emotional affair with an artist that she had taken under her wing, which is why she doesn't design for his artists anymore. First impressions, Russell does not love his wife. And I think I, I pretty much talked about that already. He's with her for appearances. It's, it's, it's written all over all over what we see on TV. I don't know your real life. It could be, I could be wrong, but that's what it's it's reading as. Um, Brandon despises Christina for holding back his career, even though he supplied the ammunition to begin the mistrust in their relationship. So you're mad at your wife because you fell out of love with her. You fell out of love with her. Um, you told someone else. He, I don't know if it's that he's, uh, he has an issue with confrontation or what, but it, it's just kind of like, he just feels like he, he can't stand up to anybody and he's only going to come up after somebody like Kobe in the future because maybe she's smaller than him. And so he feels comfortable doing that, but it's kind of like, there's something you, you can't, you can't speak up when your when your uh, wife is being disrespected by your friends. You can't stand up to your wife for some reason and just speak up for yourself. Tell the truth. You, you just kind of play to the sidelines and it's like, oh, why is all this happening to me? I don't know. I don't like it. Um, Latoya, Dr. Latoya and Anthony seemed, like I said earlier, they had a most stable relationship, but his man movement is, it's just, he's feeling oppressed and I don't know if it's because he's with a doctor. And so there's some, you know, he feels a little intimidated. Maybe she's the breadwinner. I don't know. Um, but I don't, so a lot of times I think when you're on reality TV, whether you realize it or not, a lot of stuff becomes unearthed, right? And a lot of times we got these old trauma, childhood wounds that needs to be healed. And I don't know. It just it's 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 making it like all the men are pretty much unlikable, and the women are. You know, we'll see, we'll see. I don't necessarily have anybody that I'm like, oh, I really like this person on the cast. I don't feel that way. So I'm interested to see how, interested to see how this all plays out. But that's episode one. 
If you made it this far, I so deeply appreciate you. You can check me out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to talk more about shows like this, then, you know, come back. Share with somebody else. Maybe we could talk about other shows. Maybe we could come off of reality shows and talk about movies, regular TV TV shows. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm here for you. I am. Come back. Come back and listen. Come see me. Come see me. Come see me. Until next time. Bye.